0: What were we going to say that? I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's lead us into this because boy, do we have a lot to catch up on. It's just so much has happened. It's been what? You want to just rip the band aid off first? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, let's give background. So we sound the exact same, but technically mm-hmm. it's been like two months since we've recorded our last episode.
1: Right. I mean, we took a hiatus. But- We took a hiatus. I mean, it was the summer from, what, July, Mm -hmm. beginning of July until today's, what, September 14th? Today's Mm -hmm. September 14th. We took a moment. I think we needed it. It was our summer vacation. Oh, my gosh. Well, it was vacation, but it was a lot of work
0: wrapped up. (laughs) It was a vacation from this. It was was not a vacation from from real life.
1: And honestly, you're welcome, because I think that if we would (laughs) have recorded... (laughs) If we would have recorded during what transpired in the past two months, it would have been chaos that nobody wanted to listen to, like not like fun chaos of like ooh, I'm watching no. a like train crash and I can't look away, like please stop talking no sort of
0: chaos that's like us now we're like coming out of the, we're coming out of the train crash, and we can like come with the first account stories now. you yeah, know man. that's what people really wanna hear.
1: It's just uh I mean. <laughs> like how do i even you start begin? huh what well do we, what do we talk have about, like, what, we what have are Alan? we working on what are we unpacking what are we working on because honestly when i was preparing for today's episode i had to prepare fyi because i was like what the fuck just happened in my life right um what i'm working on has nothing to do with like what we're gonna be recapping because i feel like i'm so okay uh, like not, I don't want to say on the other side, but I kind of do feel like I'm on the other side of what we'll I kind of think you are too. So, like, yeah. what I'm okay. Working so let's on... do quick
0: unpacking for right now first, and then we'll dive yeah. into where we where. Yeah, the hell yeah, we've yeah, been. yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. So, right now, I think the biggest thing that I'm working on is sort of understanding and redefining what a balance between work and play looks like mm, in life I love that. and in
0: mm-hmm.
1: work. <laughs> Yeah. I think uh, I've been working a lot lately, but I've also been having so much fun lately. And it pr- it hasn't felt this way since I was living in New York pre pandemic 2019, 2018 wow. vibes, because that's when I was constantly in an office every single day. And then I had to sort of have that work in play. And I would have big weekends, but then I would be in the office and whatever. And so now since I work from home, this was
0: peak Conde Nast. Gabby yes
1: yeah this was peak peak Connie and Gabby but now since I work from home I think this summer I sort of got I don't I'm not gonna say I was like working lost from home it.
0: throws all work play balance out the yeah, window dude yeah
1: and I think also this summer I sort of needed to have a more fuck it attitude and I leaned into the joy and play of it all without really focusing so much on the work and mm. To be fair, everyone was on vacation. So everyone that I'm pitching and writing and, you know, doing all these things for, like no one was answering me anyway because everyone was like in Greece. In Positano. decided to travel again this summer. Yeah. And so in my defense, like it's not like people, like there wasn't that much work for me going on anyway, but now I'm really in the thick of working again and it feels really good, but I want to make sure that I hold on to that play at the same time.
0: Because don't you think when you hold on to the play, it makes the work easier to do? Like I, like if mm-hmm. I feel good and happy and just had a fun weekend, I can come in and write a piece for the blog in like a couple hours versus it taking me like days of research and this and I don't feel inspired. So I don't know how I want to sound when I'm right. Like it's so much easier, I guess, maybe specifically as a writer. I don't I, for work in general, but I, I was just thinking for us in terms of writing. It's so much easier to do a good job at our job when we're going out and have experiences to come back to and perspectives to write with.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know what I, I mean, I so it does that, contribute. Yeah. And then just my period's been really fucked up. Dude, let's I mean, unpack I that to, a little yeah. bit.
0: Cause I bet a lot of women are going to relate because have well, you got, I, not gone yours
1: yet still? No, but I also, okay, here's the thing. I had to take plan B a month ago because <laughs> <laughs> we were playing a lot. P.S. Gabby single. <laughs> We'll get to it. <laughs> Forward, <laughs> foreshadowing into what is happening. Um, it's called foreshadowing. I had shadowing. to take Plan B. Look it up. Yeah, literally, I had to take a Plan B like a month and a half ago, and then I got my period, but that was like a Plan B induced period, which right is never fun. But it was right after, and then now I haven't gotten the next period. And here's the thing: I'm not pregnant, confirmed, but it's just I've had these like symptoms, these period symptoms, for like over two weeks like i'll get random cramps my nipples I deter- hurt yeah I'm, weird cravings it's very i broke out in the same sort of timeline of when i would get yep. my period i yep. don't know man my, it's not dude normal. okay so
0: my my very first period after being vaccinated was weird but i kind of figured that would happen because you're putting something new in your body your body's reacting whatever yeah. and then i went back to normal same except for now it's been like what six months my i we talked about this while you're going through this i was too like My luteal phase, so the phase right before your period, is always where I get more of my symptoms in terms of like moodiness and I get really hungry and sometimes I can get cramps Mm -hmm. or whatever. But I felt like I was in that phase for two and a half weeks and I I was like, where the hell is my period? What's happening? Like I think my period skipped a month, but I don't – it was the first time. My previous period was the first time I didn't put it in my goddamn app in my tracker Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I couldn't actually remember when it was but I swear my period like skipped a month and then the only reason it happened is because Aaron and I had sex and I was like maybe it'll trigger it and it did
1: well maybe I need someone to penetrate me to trigger my period
0: maybe any takers (laughs) please email us at hello at (laughs) thoughtsmyperiod. we don't (laughs) even have that email do we
1: I don't even know what our freaking email is Ugh, what are you impacting but it is
0: weird how it feels like a group because that the cut just came out with that one article is it menop- maybe it's menopause maybe it's moderna like it mm-hmm. feels like six months later all of a sudden women's periods are getting a little weird yeah, which I'm, i still would have yeah. gone the vaccine anyway right i yes. still don't, you know don't i still would have done everything i'm still happy i got it don't get me wrong but just saying it does it is six months later making our periods a little weird and that's something to keep track of
1: Hmm. Oh God, it makes me worried. I get like weary talking about it, especially because we're not doctors, and I don't want to assume what's causing it. But. Well, if
0: you can't tell, we're not doctors by the way we're talking. You got another <laughs> problem coming to you, baby. I mean, come it's on. Time
1: to log off. <laughs> it's time to log. What are you working? Through? I like you that. I'm packing. Though you have exciting things coming up this weekend. I'm going to see you and I do. your new baby.
0: I'm so excited. I don't know. I feel like I'm unpacking my dog, kind of by the way. She's not pregnant. I'm not pregnant. It's a dog. We just talked about periods. <laughs> <Yeah>. She's not <laughs> about to give birth.
1: It's she's getting it a fur baby.
0: Uh, I don't I don't really. I kind of feel like. I'm unpacking really owning my self-worth and trying mm. to believe that I'm worth it. And I think I've been. Given opportunities recently to step into more of my self-worth and have a mm-hmm. higher confidence and perspective of myself and really like hold myself accountable to that in a way that I was wavering on before out of fear. And now I'm like, fuck it, I'm worth it. Like I feel like I'm yes. trying to just walk into be like, I don't know what I did to deserve this, but I'm leaning into all this self-worth anyway and trying to like find the reasons and embody the reasons and like You're believe stepping in into your power. More. Yeah. I really feel like a lot of things have come up recently, not even huge things, but just a lot of small little instances where I can make a decision to respect myself more in that way or Mm -hmm. bend over backwards for people and fall back into my people pleasing and fall back into my, you know, fear based take every project that comes my way, no matter how disrespectful it is, because I need money. You know what I mean? Like whether it's work or play or life, I do feel like. I'm trying to really own that self-worth recently.
1: Do you feel like you're – how do I want to phrase this? Do you feel like you're not living in such a fight or flight sort of situation that you're able to kind of do that? Because like you said before, it's – I feel like aside from what we would have had going on money-wise, 2020 was just such a scary time. And we're still sort of in that in a way, just it's manifesting differently now. And so I feel like absolutely correct me if this is wrong and not how you felt, but was it sort of like because there were so many unknowns you had to sort of latch on to something even though you knew it was not serving you exactly.
0: And I think a lot of people have to make that decision. I'm not saying yeah. that's always the wrong one, no, because i but man, yes, and it just feels really, really refreshing to have the opportunity and privilege to step into things that feel more aligned. It's kind of it's exactly what you said. It's also Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Like now that that bottom security feels a little bit more secure, I feel like Mm -hmm. I can step up and work through some of these other higher up things. And I feel like one that's like you said, like time putting distance between like the fight or flight zone. All that jazz. But part of it really is you got to work. I you have to I have to wake up every day and choose to be confident. Like I have to wake up and actively look myself and be like, you're that bitch. Like you have to choose that over
1: and over and over again.
0: Because it's hard.
1: Absolutely. And like- It doesn't come natural. It doesn't come natural at all. And especially in a work scenario, right? Because I feel like when we're talking about confidence, there's so many different areas of your life where you can be- Absolutely. Confident or whatever. And we're talking right now specifically just in a work environment. But because your work is so- Immediately tied to who you are as a human being. My mission statement as my job in life. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That it's sort of hard to separate the two. So it's like if you're not confident in Meadow the human, how are you going to be confident of Meadow the mental health consultant who.
0: And I can think I'm confident in Meadow the human, but then I can like accept things lower than me or I can, you know, bend over backwards for people or fall, you know, just fall back into those patterns. But I feel like that's something people don't tell you about self worth and confidence is how much. People either act like, "Oh, you work on your insecurities and you get confident, and you don't," and that's not true. Like even when you achieve confidence, that still means you're choosing it actively every single day. It's like yeah, choosing positivity, to- right? Exactly. Like you have to wake up and choose exactly. to be happy. It's the same thing. I have to wake up and choose. Not only am I going to be happy, but I'm going to honor my self worth and like respect my boundaries, mm-hmm. and say no to things and say yes to things. And
1: well, I mean, keep myself yourself, aligned with that. Honoring, right, honoring yourself in that way allows you to level up and like literally I mean I feel like we've talked about this so many times or maybe I just talk about this so much in life and I think I've talked about it on here but you and I believe so much obviously in, in just our energies and our frequencies and what we attract exactly. we put out we attract what we put out and mm-hmm. you're just leveling up in such a way and I'm so proud watching it happen that you're, you're you've you're, helped you're, me so much but you've it. leveled up so much as you're like when I met you you were already the most leveled up human I knew and I still you know get- <laughs> like i was like I. and then you actually met me and was like no 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 like you still are like the most fucking leveled up human being that i know like i feel like meadow has reached nirvana in so many ways of just like you're up here floating looking at all of us like these stupid plebeians and i feel that way like in my bones Uh, but wait is
0: it plebeians because i've always said plebeians sorry to totally throw a bunch of plants have i been saying that wrong my whole life no
1: it really could be me Span- okay we'll circle Spanish back my first language. Who knows? keep complimenting me who I'll knows someone it. tell us what how to say it <laughs> <laughs> plebeians plebeians plebs plebs whatever <laughs> whatever see this is what i do though because i have to step in my
0: self-worth and accept that compliment rather than distract you by picking onto a word that you're saying well, to just yeah. distract so, you from so receiving so the compliment circle back that's still hard for me circle okay. back
1: you are up there yeah. for me that said thank you it is really nice to now watch career meadow match personal meadows energy You know? And I feel
0: like in the exact same way I did that career, you just did that in relationships.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, if we're talking about confidence and self-worth, like I was really thinking about this. I've been thinking about this a lot the past month specifically. But I mean, even in the past two months, I have never been more confident in who I am than you I can am in tell. This exact moment.
0: You can it's, tell it's by your smile.
1: So, oh. Thanks. You
0: can. Your smile's more radiant. You feel more Thanks, like yourself. Mom. Like, even how you're leaning more into fun and play and how those have yeah. been bigger themes for you, yeah. doesn't that feel like you leaning yes. more back into yourself?
1: Absolutely. Okay, wait. So let's
0: back up and say why. Let's back up and do a little bit of where we've been because I feel like this is exactly where this is going to go for you.
1: <sighs> okay, so I got dumped. Like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like how? Okay, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd never been broken up with. And l- let me tell you, mm-hmm. honestly, people, I think it's better than doing the breaking up. Here's why, here's why. Oh, when you break okay. up with someone, you have to go through the thought process of the fact that you know that you're gonna break up with this person. And that like eats at you if you have any semblance yeah. of compassion, right? right. So not right. only do you go through that, but then you have to sit there and like pretend to feel bad, even if you do actually feel bad. Right. Like after you go through the breakup, you're like, oh, I hurt this person. I don't want this person to think I don't care about them. So now I'm gonna like sit and stew and like not have fun and Placate like hang out with them. People. Or, yeah, and, yeah, and just make sure that they know that I'm struggling, even though I broke up with them. So that was always me. It's in performative. A it's very performative. Yeah. Take it from someone who's done it way too many times. Like, I was such a performative breaker-upper. Now, I got broken up with, and I shit you not, two days later, was like, oh, bitch, she's arrived. <laughs> oh, she's here. She's here. And immediately threw myself into fun. And and yes- Because it also
0: reminds you of how you respond to the, une- like, the only constant in life is change, right? And so mm-hmm. I think when you get thrown such a curveball, because we did not see it coming, when you get thrown such a curveball, and you respond well to it, I—I I mean, I also think you'll speak more to this, but it, you, this is you being single for the first time, really knowing who the fuck you are. Well, yeah. So when that's you knew thing, who yeah. you were, even to get broken up with, you—it's almost like your confidence could up
1: level because you were like, "Oh wow,
0: I know who I am." So watch new Gabby handle this. Well,
1: here's exactly here's the thing. I think last time I went through. An actual breakup. I'm not talking like someone I dated from Hinge for like a month. Last time I went through a real, real breakup, it was in 2018. And that was through, like, I had just gone through the ringer with the relationship and I needed to rehabilitate from all of it. Like, I literally needed Mm -hmm. to not date anyone, Mm -hmm. not hook up with anyone. I I was starting my career. I just needed to focus on feeding I don't myself. even want to flirt. I don't want to crutch. No, I, don't I want, was just like, yeah. I need to heal. I need to fix, like, you know, I need to mend whatever hole this is left in me and in my personality and understand who I am and, and really lean into taking care of myself. Like, I went the self-care route, like, to the fullest. Yep. The difference was that I actually did the work that time, right, where, like, I, I mm-hmm. became or I started to at least see glimmers of the human that I want to be. This time around Do you think wait wait, wait sorry just to ask a question mm-hmm. was that Because you gave yourself
0: enough time to actually – was it like a time factor? Was it the energy you're bringing in? Was it the conscious choice? Was it where you're at? Was it a conglomeration of all those things? Yeah, I think it was a combination
1: of all of the above. I think I'm not someone who's going to tell people like, I hate when you go through a breakup and someone's like, you need time. You just can't like do that. Everybody is individual and every situation is individual. And while I really do believe the distractions are just that, they're distractions, you're going to inevitably have to deal with it. I do think it's okay from time to time. Me too. You need them for the hope. You need humor and distraction
0: to have some hope or something to get you through
1: it. Exactly. Like not everything needs to be that serious and that deep. But I think it was a combination of the things. I think I had literally just gone to Hoffman. So I just, you know, understood the value of who I am. And I don't know. I think I needed I needed physical and personal space because the relationship that I had come out of was very, very controlling and suffocating. So I needed to, you know, be rooted in my independence. And I don't really remember what the question was, but yeah, I think it was a combination. No, of- you answered <laughs> it.
0: So, the da- okay, so you did that the previous time. So, yeah. grounded, then- knowing yourself, having done all that work, feeling like you were in one of the best relationships of your life for that to end. Walk us through the stages of perspective.
1: Yeah, so I think well to put it into perspective when I got into this relationship, this was a covid relationship, like let's be clear. Like we were together right. you know, may 2020 to Mm -hmm. two months ago 2021 yeah Yeah. so COVID relationship for sure um but when I got into the relationship I already you know had a sense of peace and confidence with you know who I am that said I think the difference was when I got out of this relationship I never wavered in it because this relationship Mm. made me self-conscious in ways that I didn't even recognize were the relationship, you know, I had gotten off birth control around that time and like kind of attributed a lot of those insecurities to my hormones being really messed up again. But I really realized that so many of the insecurities that I had about myself that I hadn't felt since I was like 15 years old was literally attributed to this relationship. And it was like, I'm like, I feel like the best way I can describe it is like, you know, when you're like. You're lactose intolerant, right? And you're drinking <laughs> milk every day, yep. and you're like, "Why do I yep. feel like shit inside?" Yep. And you don't know what it is, and then all of a sudden you stop drinking milk, and literally one day to the next, like your skin's clear, you feel amazing, and like you're thriving. That's but you would have you would
0: have bet money that it yep. was not you know, the milk. You would have bet money new that it was no. I would have bet money that supplement you started taking
1: exactly, exactly because yeah. I had a lot of faith in it, and I think wait, I think pause
0: one second. Pause one second. Aaron's gonna open the door and leave, oh, so okay. I'm, Bye, it's Aaron. gonna make a ton of noise. Bye. Bye, Aaron. Love you. Oh, thank you for doing that. He's dropping off our ballots.
1: <gasps> Yay! Thank you. I'm not registered Love to you. vote See you here, later.
0: He yelled, "Bye, Gabby." Bye.
1: Bye. Um. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. You just bet it's not so. Yeah. Look, without getting too in detail, because I honestly don't really want to. Like, I still. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to say respect. Like, look, there, I, th- we're just going to keep it private. Yeah. But I shit you not. <laughs> I've never gone through a breakup and literally 48 hours later been like, oh, thank you for that favor. I feel like me again. I flew home. I thank God already had this trip planned for a month. Um, I was going to be gone. I was going to be back home in Miami. And then I had a couple other things planned. And flew home literally like three days after. And even my mom was was like- It was the perfect thing for you. My mom was was like, there's joy. Such beautiful timing. Yeah. Yeah, She was like, there's joy in your face again. You know, you're you again. Because I just think like it was just so heavy. It was just so much heaviness. But I think like the best thing I realized from that relationship was that, look, in my relationship prior to that, what that person tried to teach me was that I- was an impossible person to date, that I was too high maintenance, that I was too complicated, mm-hmm. that I was just a terrible girlfriend. And it stuck with me and it kind of made me feel that way about myself. And then this relationship taught me that I'm a fucking incredible partner and I absolutely know what I have to offer and what I bring to the table. And I will not falter in that. Like literally, okay, Preparing for this, I went back to my journal and found the journal entry from the day after. Do you want to know what I wrote? The (gasps) day after? Yeah. Literally the day after. I wrote, I love myself too much to carry someone who will not carry me back. Uh, Because that's how I felt. I'm so proud of you. And 10 days prior, I read a journal entry from 10 days prior and I wrote, because this is how I felt and this is how I've always felt. And it was, I've helped too many men on their road to self-discovery.
0: You and I were low-key talking about that a lot throughout that relationship, and we didn't necessarily mean it towards that person.
1: I mean, the morning, but it wasn't of, like, the morning of the, the morning breakup, of, I called yeah. you, and I was like, literally, I got broken up with later that We were planning the conversation. Morning, I was like, yeah. Meadow, I don't know how much longer I can carry someone or yeah. be someone's mom, I think is the way that I said it. Yeah, yeah. But whatever, regardless about that person, I have never felt more confident. It's so weird. Like, it's so weird. It was like fucking flipping a switch. I'm not kidding. From one day to the next, I was like, oh, oh, I'm that bitch. And, oh, this right. is what I have but to offer. But that's to and say it doesn't still take
0: processing. Like, I don't want people to feel like shit if they don't flip that switch in 48 hours. Because, like, no. it still takes processing. Like, we still well, have no. Moments. And I still
1: like, – yes. And I still, like, had moments after that. But it was more so – But I think it's also about, unique. like, knowing your truth. That's the thing. Is, like, I don't think if yeah. – I mean, I know that if I hadn't done the work on myself prior and understood who I right. was and then sort of removed this situation from my life, I don't want to, like – the best way I can describe it, not to make this like you know a direct metaphor of the relationship, because that's not what I'm saying, but like it's like when you remove a toxin out of your system, you automatically just feel like lighter and cleaner and better and more yourself. But yes, I agree. Don't feel breakups suck like they're really hard. I definitely had moments of sadness. I think it was unique to my like. Look, the first forty, I've never cried myself to sleep every break and movie. woken up crying. Yes. That yeah. had never happened yeah. to me. But I think it was more so. Not I lost my person, Processing. but holy shit, what just happened slash I feel so used. Like, yes. I just felt stupid. Yes. Okay, so I have a question. So uh-huh. we did a toxic relationships episode where we talked about I'm so about scared how, to listen back to that episode.
0: I know. We'll do it soon. But just for just for the sake of this, like we, we still want to release it, even if there's mm-hmm. a couple edits that we have to take out for now privacy or whatever. We still we did a toxic relationships episode. I don't think this relationship I don't want to label it in any way. I just want to go back to at the time that we recorded that we thought that this one was healthier than it was. Mm -hmm. What in hindsight what new lessons have you learned about red flags for you Um, or something that like was misaligned for you that maybe like. We didn't even make the connection to the milk then, but you have now in hindsight. Like, what are new lessons you took from that?
1: I think the biggest lesson is not to make excuses for people. Um, Mm -hmm. It's exactly what I said. I have a tendency of holding someone's hand while they, you know, level up. Like, I love being part of that journey for that person. And I did it again. It's
0: beautiful to watch. It's like watching a caterpillar go to a butterfly.
1: Yeah, but like I just – fine, I'll make it my job. But it's not your responsibility. (laughs) You should be a viewer,
0: not the one that's like physically wrapping them up in their cocoon.
1: Exactly. Because I'm not saying you need to date someone who's already self-actualized. Like none of us are. We're all learning and figuring things out. But being the one who's like fucking dragging them along the way is not your job in a relationship. And so I think that was the biggest lesson. It just reaffirmed it. I mean, I knew that. Um, And I think – the biggest thing was making excuses because I wasn't blind this time. I, I I saw everything. I saw those red flags. In hindsight, looking back, I was just like, why didn't I act on them? So what does it say about me? And I think I don't know. I think I romanticize people too much. Like I think once I find someone who I think mm. is great, I'm like, oh, you're amazing and you might even be better than me. And because of that, like I need to cling on for dear life. And I I make excuses. I did it all the time in like my really bad relationship. I was like, oh, it's cause we're long distance. When we're not long distance, it's fine. In this one, I was like, mm-hmm. you know, not to give privacy stuff away, but I was like, but you know, when his career stuff is figured out, then we'll be fine. Right. But now, <laughs>
0: nothing to do with it. I but wasn't, no, you I can wasn't. be fine right now. You can be exactly. fine in every single yeah. stage. That's the thing that I think people don't realize is so this is even something that I am used to say all the time. Like I was known for saying I'm my best self during a breakup because I get more into my power and more into me like you do. Like you get back into your identity of yourself and who you were and things you lost maybe with that other person or whatever. But what Aaron helped me realize is like that's not true. Growing as a human and becoming more yourself. And being in a relationship are not mutually exclusive. And I would Mm -hmm. have said they were up until Aaron. Mm. But it's not true. uh, Like you, I've grown so fucking much as a human with him, like so much more than I ever did on my own, because Mm -hmm. I've been given the space and the soundboard in a in a person that feels like home that gives me that opportunity to like level up with those emotions in that way. But it's just, I feel like that's a lesson that you learned too. Like you you wanted you were making excuses to not grow because of where yeah. you guys were when the truth was you you could have been growing together unless some people were choosing not to do that
1: yeah pretty much pretty much and I mean I, I think like a, a thing that my friends and I always say to each other were like if they they wanted to they would if they wanted to they would if they wanted to they would and you can't
0: force someone to want to and who wants to force someone to want to
1: know. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to make
0: you want to be with me or make exactly. you want to grow with me. Like I'm gonna find someone that's fucking stoked on the opportunity to grow with me.
1: Exactly. And so that's what I'm, you know, I feel very uh, happy about and I feel blessed to have that lesson now is that I know exactly what I have to offer in a relationship and as a human being. And I I don't know. I've just been really proud watching the way that I've flourished over the past two months just in the way, you know, going back to the conversation of confidence, like just, I don't know, I just really stepped into it. And I was like, oh, I'm hot as shit. And oh, I am a badass. I'm and, smart
0: as shit. And yeah, you're a like, badass and you're a yeah, go-getter like, and you're fucking moved across the country and started a new job and a podcast all in a pandemic and even got broken up with to then travel the world and like become more yourself and own your power more. Like you are crushing it. Thanks, bitch.
1: I appreciate it. <laughs> Appreciate it. But yeah, so that's that's been my journey over the past two months. And honestly, it worked out so well for us because we haven't even launched this damn podcast yet. I know. And honestly, like, let's just take a second because those first, okay, probably like the, the 10 days pre-breakup and yeah, like the 10 days after till now, Meadow for everybody listening was legitimately the... Kindest, you literally. Oh, do you see how big held. my eyes got? I was I like, "What did I do?" <laughs> no, 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 you literally. I she the day after you stayed with me on Facetime like the whole day, like not, oh, we I were don't like remember. working. Well, I mean, I remember something. talking to you
0: constantly, but that's so like cute. we were
1: just like on Facetime like for hours when I was just like working and you were working, but I was just like, I need someone else because I live alone. And yeah, it felt weird. So, you, yeah. oh my God, I just was so, I am, I am so grateful for you and for the space that you uh. held for me, regardless of whatever you were so going that. through. Like, it was just, and then like our other friend got broken up with like a week oh. later and you had to deal with that too. It was just like, no,
0: everyone I know got broken up with this summer. I'm not kidding. Like, broken off engagements, big breakups what? that didn't see it coming, marriages, nope. Every one I know got broken up with the summer. My mom got broken up with. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We love not to laugh. It's only cute because my mom hadn't dated anyone since my dad died, which is like 10 years. And then she like kind of had the fling and then kind of don't. And I don't even know if they're talking or not because now she won't tell me because they're like back and forth or whatever.
1: Oh, my God. That's like the roles reverse of like when the kids don't tell the parents because they don't want the parents to hate them. It's
0: so funny. Wow. I love it's honestly mom. so funny. I know. She's the best. But anyway. Yeah. yeah you every, really it, had it was to, the summer.
1: that. You held that space, bitch, for us. You really did. I'm so
0: glad. I'm so glad. It was, I mean, you make it easy too because you don't, you also don't, you're still a thoughtful friend throughout that process. Like you would call me and be like, Are you okay? Are you in a space to talk? Are you doing anything? Like, you know what I mean? I think you and I have normalized so many of those relationship like boundaries and dynamic i think we have the just fucking healthiest friendship dude like we really do even today i was like i'm running 10 minutes late i'm you know chicken with my head cut off today and the first thing you said was do you not want to record like we really make sure that each other is feeling Mm -hmm. good and we put each other's mental health and like feelings and priorities above all else because we genuinely fucking love each other
1: yeah we really have such a good friendship i've really been thinking about friendships a lot lately too because obviously, when you're because it's, it's our like theme
0: on that. Local Optimist this month. Mm. So I just had to write a whole piece about friendship breakups. It's not Those out yet, hard. but I was writing it. Oh my, oh my God, so much. We harder should film an episode about that. Romantic. No, we should, because I was doing research and I found this chick that went viral on TikTok that now we should get on the podcast who's a female friendship coach. And she talks Shut about up. how research, re, no, I'm not kidding. Research shows that female friendships have an overall greater impact on life satisfaction than romantic ones. And because romantic ones that don't end in marriage are marketed as like, you know, they boys come and go. Friendships are forever like BFFL, whatever. Like we're marketed as friendships should be for life. So when they fail, it's so devastating and it feels like you lose your identity and this and that. We're like, Mm -hmm. we're kind of trained to know that a lot of it re- will go through relationships, whether they end their marriage or not. And then even if they do, that's like a 50-50 chance whether that shit works or not. That's so, so it's like true. It, we're primed to think that they're supposed to be forever. And that's not fucking healthy. If I was friends with a person I was friends with, you know, first, or like, you know, some of my high school or college friends, like that's not healthy. You can grow apart and still respect and love and honor that they were there for you at that time and have that end. And those are not mutually exclusive. Also, I learned from her that Every seven years we change half of our friends. Like
1: half of our friends are new every seven wow. years. every seven years.
0: That's what that's what research is showing.
1: I mean, I always try and show my or uh, like think to myself, like, if I met this person today, would I be friends with them? <laughs> right. Right. Also, are probably not. And
0: then I'm not. You know who is someone that I feel like I've grown with really, really beautifully? Like there was opportunities for us to grow apart, but we consciously chose each other over and over riley
1: becky?
0: oh well bet well D- becky's been easy because becky yeah. and i don't even really fight riley and i will fight like sisters not in like a mean way but like we'll get annoyed at each other like sisters or we're so mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. but like we will we consciously choose to come back to each other every time that's so special for, riley you know, was in 15 what episode
1: did we record with riley by accident um pr- the productivity? work one yeah productivity yeah. that's riley you listen to that episode that's Riley. She's oh incredible. that's sweet and that's a con- and that makes it so much more special exactly. too, I think, because you're, you're choosing, choosing each it's, other.
0: You're cho- choosing your family. And I feel like we've done a really good job doing that.
1: By the way, I was just thinking about it because I was like rubbing my arms. Um, that like KP scrub is doing good things for me.
0: You bought it and that you, you liked me. it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's called, what is yeah, it called? KP uh, duty or something? That purple and white bottle? Yeah.
1: It's like a giant tin. It's a scrub. I also is just it that, bought- Is it big a, too good? It's huge. It's huge. I'm never going to run out
0: good oh my gosh because it's kind of pricier
1: so i felt bad recommending it so good no it's it's really good and you're only supposed to use it twice a week and like a little goes a really really long way i also just bought a cream but it hasn't gotten here yet so i don't want to advertise it quite yet um but yeah i just struggle with it on my arms and then now like totally like i'm in a tank top then i get anxious and then like i pop them and then it scars and i get hyperpigmentation Uh, it's just yeah
0: the never-ending story (sighs) You want to know something story. super gross and weird, skin-related that happened to me recently? Yes. The yes. fucking bottom of my feet were peeling, and I've never—I mean, okay, weird. so I grew up dancing, so I've been a dancer, and I've had gross dance feet, but I've never had like it looks like a blister that keeps blistering. And like, Aaron was like, "Is that athlete's foot?" And I was like, "I don't know. I don't Ugh. know what the fuck athlete's foot is. Like, why would I have
1: that?" You're like, "Am my... I?" Well, Meadow, this. you're a professional football player. What are you talking about?
0: I know clearly,
1: Ted Lasso. Um. I bought no, this but you are tree though. like Meadows actually turmeric. Side note: like I'm not even being funny. Like Meadows are like, good at football. Go on.
0: But like American football, not soccer football. And also I'm not good at football, but I can throw a foot. My spiral is so fucking tight. It's literally the only vaguely athletic arms. thing that I have. And I'm telling you, I'm fucking good. Oh, man, we should have. If only Aaron was still here to vouch for me. Be like <laughs> in, unfortunately, you have to have a man vouch for a woman in sports for someone to believe me. Oh but we'll put a video give us on the it. Tea. It's kind of true, isn't it? Still in 2021. Yeah. To be like, oh, she's good. I watch. Don't worry. It's the one thing my dad taught me how to do that actually stuck athletic wise. First of all, that. I'm very athletic, so fuck you. That was Courtney Chloe Kardashian quote for you. Chloe? Wow, you? I would
1: have never gotten i only
0: know because i used it as an instagram caption like three years ago and i thought it was funny
1: okay wait back to your peeling feet because i'm curious (laughs) anyway
0: oh yeah so i I, my fucking feet were peeling they look way better now but i bought this thing that's like tea tree oil turmeric and eucalyptus oil for your feet and i put it on and now they look better but now i'm kind of grossed out i'm like why i literally work from home i don't do anything but walk around this house all day and i have house slippers because we're a a shoes off household So I don't understand where this came from. All of a sudden, I'm like nearing 30 and my feet are peeling and getting gross. Like, what the fuck is up with that? I didn't sign up for that.
1: You know know what you should buy? It's (laughs) called, um, uh, let me Google it to make sure I don't fuck this up. Okay. Okay. I went to a gifting suite recently, which, yes, I'm aware of how stupid Uh, it sounds coming out of my mouth because that's just a ridiculous thing. But our- It was fun for me, though. I got a goodie bag out of it. Yeah. So a friend Thank of mine, Marta, that. who's a real life walking angel, put on this gifting suite um with her consulting firm. I think it's what it is. It's called That's Air somewhere? Milkshake. Anyway, we got a ridiculous goodie bag of things like I literally felt like I was stealing, especially someone who's like not familiar with the influencer world. It was very I literally was like, I feel uncomfortable. Like, do I need to pay you? Like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. One of the things in that goodie bag was something called Lauren's all-purpose and it's a... Bitch, that girl has been the, following me and my old what? mental health account for like three years. Okay. Well, that's the name of her brand. And she has a right. salve. Is that how you yes. say that? Yes. No, I know it. She has a. Do you have it? No, I never... It's always on my you list of things to buy, to buy
0: but then I never do it in real time because you know how that is. And then she'll pop up on my Instagram randomly. I'll be like,
1: oh my gosh, yeah, I still need to try her no, product. I, She's so you need nice. To, you need to buy it. I just bought another one okay. and I bought one for Yasi for her birthday because <gasps> it... Smells so good, and it's this all-purpose out that you can literally put anywhere on your body. It's like super clean ingredients. It smells incredible, and I keep she it next to like my bed. She seems like the nicest bed.
0: person too.
1: Amazing. I keep it on my nightstand, and I, every single night I put it on my heels, my like all over my feet, my elbows, my hands, my wrists, and it is delicious and keeps my okay, feet I'll buy it today. soft.
0: I will buy it today because I'm not kidding. I've known about her because she followed. That's crazy. Were you even around for that? Like my really old mm-hmm. mental health account.
1: Gosh, I've started so many mental will health blogs and stopped, you know. It's a little it's a little pricey. It's $54 and the, the tub is like pretty small. Um but I mean, but I guess a little it. goes a long way, but it's 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 really nice.
0: Oh my. And you can use it on so many different parts of your body. So that seems worth mm-hmm. it.
1: Yeah. I have a question for you. It's a really weird tangent. But especially because I love you were tangents. just saying that you've started and stopped so many things randomly. Okay. Obviously, you're from San Diego. You grew up there. You've moved around. Do you think that you would still be living there if you were not with Aaron? Like, do you get the itch to move or no?
0: Oh, I get the itch to move all the time. And I never even wanted to move back here. I only did to support my family because they were going through a rough time. And then I met Aaron mm. and it worked out. But like, even right now, if I had the money to live in the Bay area or somewhere that wasn't here, I would probably move. Is that where you, would but go? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I say that, but then I'm like now living back. Cause I moved, I left for college left for 10 years and then came back against my own will. It was my will. It was my decision, but I didn't want to, I just wanted to be there for my family. But now that I have lived in the same city with my mom again, I wouldn't move unless I could take her with me. And I don't think she'll mm. move because my brother's here and we can't get him mm-hmm. to go out anywhere. You know what I mean? So it it was one of those things that, like, now that I'm back with her, I'm like, fuck, family's important. Okay, I'm not going anywhere unless I can take this bitch with me. He's my ride or die now. You know what's cool? Oh, my gosh. That's what I'm unpacking. I take everything back I've said. I'm unpacking the fact that, like, I never thought I would be this close with my mother. Truly. (gasps) Her and I are, like, from outside in. We're the closest people ever. And we are. We are close. We're a close family. We don't have boundaries. She's the one that doesn't have boundaries, which is why I don't have boundaries. Mm -hmm. They've always been like my parents were like friends, then parents, you know, they were that kind of style, Mm -hmm. which is very different than a lot of my friends, I realize. But there's always been kind of like that stop and that emotional wall that we don't cross. And even just this past summer, like one, I'm so proud of her and how much she's learned and grown as a human as her own human. And I think that's what helped us. We're just getting closer and closer and closer. She respects my boundaries more. Like I think I'm also getting older in a sense where like I can I can now start to understand her as a separate person from my mother and like accept her as a person that makes mistakes and has trauma and learned from it Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. has reasons for her behavior. Yeah. And I and I don't take that personally or I don't Get upset finding that out in a way. It's just, I don't know. It's just, I think getting to your late 20s, all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit. Like, I, the more I learn about myself and the more I watch my mom into her 60s still grow as a person, I am so stoked on our friendship right now. It's really sweet. It's really cool. It's really fun. It's and really it's just cool. something it's that also- I didn't necessarily see coming or like actively try to work for. And it just
1: fell into place by both of us wanting to work on ourselves. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like when, look, our it's exactly what you said. Our parents are human beings and they have flaws, they have trauma that's made them how they are and that's impacted us in certain ways. But once you're kind of able to release that, and I think this comes once you're like a functioning adult that to completely takes care of yourself in every sense of the word. Um, It's something that I look forward to one day being able to do of like disconnecting and then having more of that friend relationship with which I think I do with my parents in a certain way but like it's cool to watch you be like oh even though like you know childhood wasn't perfect and you might have imparted these things onto me like I'm I forgive you I have compassion for you and I also like respect myself enough to like separate myself from it in a way and work on myself but I can still take you at face value and you know take you for what it is like you're making an active choice to take your mother how she is do you know what I mean
0: no, totally. Because I mean, I felt this even before now, but I think it just rings true even more. When people blame their parents for their problems, it's such a fucking cop out. Grow up. All of our parents traumatize all of us, and we should all be in therapy because of it. Grow the fuck up, take yeah. some accountability, know they're a human, and work on your own shit. Like it's just you displacing blame onto someone else so you don't have to take your own accountability. And guess what? You're not your biology. You can nurture yeah. your nature, your genetic predisposition. Does not mean that you have to have bipolar disorder or depression too. like we have neuroplasticity and we have more efficacy than I think Western medicine gives us credit for even. And like if you can Mm. just approach that with being like whatever my parents set up for me or did to me does not determine the way I have to come out. And that's because they're their own human and I can separate this. And when you give yourself that perspective to do that work, holy shit, your relationship just ends up being so much better, too.
1: I want to unpack that later. Like, I w- that should be a whole ep- other episode, but I want to talk about the whole concept of neuroplasticity.
0: Oh, I would love I like to do we're that. Just,
1: I feel like we're just born into the society where they're like, oh, there's nothing you can do about it. So like now just deal with the trauma instead of like learning to literally like rewire your brain and... and- yes. <sighs> Interesting.
0: We should definitely get someone smarter than us to come on and talk about that because one, it's like we know what we're as talking it was not but out also mouth, like I, was like, not I sound real. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even. I'm just like, how do we, how do we say this with also like the actual research to back it up so that we need a sign we can get so I want to get skeptics on
1: board. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to have a hardness discussion about that.
0: We also have some really fun ideas coming up. Like, yeah, we, we are going to work excited. with a medium. We are going to meet mm. with Wesley. We're going to meet with friends. We got other podcasters. We have other influencers. We have other female entrepreneurs. Like, we have some cool conversations and things to look forward to with this.
1: Not to toot our own horns, Meadow, but, like, you and I both have crafted a pretty fucking great network just oh my through God. being, like, yeah. authentically ourselves. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just by or being like, nice, nice,
0: yeah, it's refreshing, huh? It's refreshing to just approach people and just be friendly and nice, and yeah. not an asshole. Yeah. That's because new.
1: Today's theme apparently is confidence. We're nice people, yeah. and we're great, and we're fucking. We're confident in so that. I'm
0: confident you know why? Because if we're not and we fuck up, we immediately own up to it. Like I, it does nothing to my ego to be like, "Shit, I'm so sorry. That was so my bad." It really does yeah. not hurt my ego to say that. It's not that big of a deal, right? We're all humans. We're all going to fuck up all the time. Like, the quicker you can just be like, shit, totally my bad, won't happen again. And But just you have to actually follow up with learning from the mistake. You can't make the same well, mistake yeah, you six can't times just, in a row.
1: Well, yeah. And that's the issue with so many people is they're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But then they keep doing it. No. See, something I'm proud of, of myself <laughs> over like, the past three years. Do you I'm have like, a good I'm example of that, it back wink, to wink. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. Like you know what? I'm proud that like you and I will continue to fuck up because we're human beings, but we will continue to make new mistakes. And if we circle back and accident, I don't even say accidentally. If we circle back and fuck up in a similar way that we did in the past, at least we recognize it immediately. And we're like, okay, cool. It's probably never going to happen again. And you fuck up in a new way. You're going to continue to fall. You're going to continue to fall, but you're going to continue to rise in a different way.
0: And that's literally the entire mission statement of this podcast is that How can you even cancel people and expect and still and still demand the same respect for you to grow and learn and make new mistakes the whole time? Like, I get it. Some things are Mm -hmm. really hard to forgive and some things, you know, there should be consequences for people's actions. But I also think it is the most unhealthy thing in the world to act like you can't just keep you can't you're we're not going to make mistakes for the rest of our lives. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It's so dumb.
1: People are dumb. But you're not done, dear do listener, because you're listening to our podcast. <laughs> I literally feel my brain like slowly turning off. I need to eat lunch.
0: Oh, okay, let's go. I feel like this was good because this is our uh, welcome back chaotic
1: episode. Also, I can fucking tell I was clenching the shit out of my jaw last night because like <gasps> my, my oh. jaw just hurts.
0: I hate that. I was thinking about that. The I literally that's so funny you say that. I was thinking about that last night because I, I was kind of getting a headache and I started rubbing my jaw. And I was thinking about, you know how Pia always goes and gets that TMJ massage, like mm-hmm. inside your mouth and looks stuff? looks so good, yeah. Looks so good. But I was thinking, I, I can tell I do that too when I'm stressed, like I, I, I clench a lot without realizing it. And so I've been trying to remind myself literally in the past 12 hours, just like drop your jaw and drop your tongue to the bottom of your mouth. You yeah, know what I mean? Like rather than pressing uh, your tongue on I'm your teeth. This, like,
1: it like hurts like right by my ears. Yes. Yeah, right here, right? Yeah, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, same. Do you ever use um Tiger Bomb? I
0: used to love rubbing Tiger Bomb on my temples no. and
1: stuff. Oh, it's you the best. Like, some. take a
0: tiny bit and rub it on can your I temples that, like, and kind
1: of do like a. To to
0: I think so. Tiger Bomb's pretty ubiquitous nowadays, I would say. Okay. What
1: are you doing? Thanks with the rest for listening of your
0: day? to whatever the fuck <laughs> this just was, by the way. <laughs> I
1: know. It's literally just a phone call because we haven't
0: talked in like a day i know
1: like this was just and the thing is we've like not that we've been putting off this episode it's just like we knew it was going to be exactly what just happened so i know it was a little different i know like normally our episodes are a little bit more structured with like and i say structured are they though (laughs) at least there's like a theme you know what i mean yeah this theme was was like confidence self-worth
0: growing in real time and catching up
1: yeah looking at the bright side
0: All right. Bye. (laughs) Both of us like (laughs) don't know how to end both of us. All right. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God.